Hi there, it's Avery. I'm so glad that you guys are here. I want to tell you about a new project that Jamie, Lucy, and I are starting. It's called Badass Method, and our first offering is a workshop in June. On June 23rd, you can meet us live and in person here in Dallas. And on June 24th, we'll have a virtual option available where we'll talk about badass boundaries, the three-step system to harness the power of no. Check out our website, badassmethod.com, for more information. We can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. Hello, welcome. We are talking about waffles and spaghetti today. And yes, both are delicious. Both are served at my house with a pretty regular schedule, but we aren't talking about food. We're talking about personality types. So have you guys heard these terms to describe personality types, waffles and spaghetti? Not until you brought them up. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. no. So what they basically mean is that waffles are compartmentalized. When you think about a waffle, they're those individual square little divots or whatever. And each task can kind of fit into a little square of the waffle. So it's, you know, each box is separate. When you're working on a task, you're only thinking about that one task at hand. And so a waffle characteristic would be to like break tasks up into small pieces or to prefer organization and structure. Waffles are good at focusing all of their attention on one task, but sometimes like a negative would be that they would have people tell them to look at the bigger picture. So with spaghetti, if you think about a big pile of spaghetti, everything's interconnected. When you're working on one task, you're thinking about the task at hand, and you're also thinking about bigger picture ideas, right? Like you're noticing connections and details. So spaghetti thinks about many things at the same time. Work is always intertwined, making connections. Really good big picture thinker, but they may have a tendency to like overthink tasks because they're kind of seeing the whole big picture. So I think these terms actually originally came from a book. Men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. Understanding and delighting in your differences by Bill and Pam Farrell. I haven't read it. I don't know that I will. I don't love this whole like (laughs) women are from Venus, men are from Mars thing. Because I don't actually think it's only men and are waffles or only women are spaghetti. I kind of feel like it's more of like a both and. So I'd love for you guys to kind of talk about which one relates for you more. Um, While you're thinking, I'll kind of talk about which one I connect with. So I really think I enjoy being a waffle sometimes. I really like when I'm doing work tasks, I really like breaking them down into these small cross-off kind of to-do list items that just feels really good to kind of really get into the flow of like, I'm going to focus on this one thing, especially this project that we've been working on recently, more details to come. But it's really nice to be able to say, I'm going to focus on this task. I'm going to get it done. Love that. But I also think that I do a lot of my life more in this like spaghetti mode of like seeing all like the aerial view and the details, having that kind of big picture. I think that kind of exhausts me to be honest. But I think when I'm thinking about like household tasks or family and work, like I think I can kind of fall into that way of thinking as well. What about you guys? Waffles? Well, I'm totally being spaghetti right now, by the way, but I think in last podcast and today we've alluded to this thing to come. So I'm just going to like say it, say it, (laughs) right? We started this other company and it's called the badass method, right? And um, we have some workshops that'll be coming up or probably by the time this drops, we'll be doing them. Yes. So badass boundaries, some badass time management, 
So you can find us through inspirationfromthecouch.com. You can find us there or also at badassmethod.com. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I just had to be spaghetti. And like, <laughs> yes. I don't want to leave the poor listeners <laughs> no, in suspense. I know. I know. Uh-huh. So they can get there from our website, right? You I can think get on can the get list there from yes. our website, inspirationfromthecouch.com, or you can just go to badassmethod.com. Awesome. As well. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Is that the question? Waffle, am I a spaghetti, am I a spaghetti right, waffle? Badass um, or not? Badass. <laughs> I think it depends. So I think probably in work life, I am a waffle. I like to do things one at a time, do them thoroughly, check it off and be done and like be organized and timely and have deadlines and all of that kind of stuff. I think at home, sort of kind of that way, but probably a little bit more spaghetti and that I can kind of look and see everything that needs to be done and sort of the running kind of to-do list. We need to do this and this and this and this. And it doesn't necessarily go in a particular order. So I can be both. It just depends on the environment. I think I'm more spaghetti, right? So even like I can narrow down on a topic, but then like as I'm doing something, like oh, this note comes over here and I've got like post-its <laughs> all over the place. And Brent, my husband will laugh at me because it's like, I'll go to do one thing and then like I'm off some, like, this is why it takes me forever to do something because I like go to clean out or put groceries away. And I'm like, well, look, I need to clean out the fridge. And then I'm take everything out. And then I'm like, why well, should we organize this? And this should be done. And like we're six tasks over to the right uh-huh. instead of, and he's like, well, what about that original thing? I'm like, oh yeah. Right, so I <laughs> like, my spaghetti noodles can be like long and windy, uh, uh, which makes me not necessarily very efficient. I hear so. you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. But my husband is very waffle. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's one of those where he like has his list uh-huh. and stays right on track and he goes to do one task and uh-huh. like that's what he does. Yes. Yes. So one article I read about the whole like waffle spaghetti approach talked about problem solving. And it talked about that if, if you find that you're more likely to do one approach over the other, it may be helpful to switch if you're feeling stuck. They kind of compared this to like the counter poses in yoga. Like, so if you know that you're more spaghetti, it may, and you're feeling stressed or you're trying to problem solve, it might be like, okay, how can I compartmentalize this? How can I say, I'm just going to put the groceries away. And if I feel the need to do anything else, I'm not going to do that. I'm really going to focus. Or how can I try to see the whole aerial view? If I do get kind of focused on the compartment, how can I? So I I like that idea of like kind of knowing about oneself that, hey, I default maybe more to one. And so could I like offer myself this option? And I love the idea of using that as a strategy to get unstuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really cool mindset. Yeah. So I really liked that. So it kind of talks about like, if you align more with the spaghetti style, you might want to limit, kind of focus on a small piece. But if you identify more with the waffle, kind of step back, see the big picture, how are things fitting together, that those can kind of offer like a better quality finished product if you kind of look at it both. It also talked about that stress can really even change our problem solving modality, which I definitely see like in practice. And so like, for example, if you are more waffle, stress can make you feel more spaghetti. The way I think about this is like kids that will come and talk to me that are usually really task oriented, but they're like, oh my God, I've got finals and I've got this and I've got, there's so much, there's so much I can't even start, right? Well, I think we've all been there where it's like, we can usually see one task after the other, but we're feeling overwhelmed and we can't hardly help but see the big stack of spaghetti. Or the opposite happens. There's a big stack of spaghetti, but you're only looking at one piece totally, and have like narrowed right in. 100%. 100%. Uh-huh. Yes. And so stress can kind of cause you to go the other route sometimes, which I think even there again is that flexibility of like, ooh, I'm really being waffles. Let me try to see, can I get aerial? Can I get more of the big picture or the other way around? I'm feeling so overwhelmed by the picture. Is there one thing I can do to start? 
So I also read another article about how like this type of personality difference can affect communication. So I liked this example that when a waffle asks a spaghetti, will you please bring me that stack of papers on the coffee table? The spaghetti will bring the stack of papers and a pen to write with and notice that the coffee table needs to be cleaned off and remember that the remote control needs to have the batteries changed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But when a spaghetti asks a waffle, will you please bring me that stack of papers on the coffee table? The waffle will just bring the stack of papers and that'll be it. A waffle compartmentalizes and a spaghetti interconnects. So a waffle compartmentalizes and a spaghetti kind of interconnects, right? So I don't really know how important it is to classify yourself as waffle or spaghetti. I mean, both are delicious, right? But it may be helpful, especially in your close relationships, to appreciate what each style brings to the table. So Lucy, you were saying that you definitely identify more with spaghetti and Brent, your husband, definitely identifies more with waffle. So how does that affect like your communication or what does that look like? You kind of mentioned some some of Brent's kind of feedback of, hey, oh my gosh, just put the groceries away. Yeah. And I think it's like knowing it, like you can kind of laugh about it. That's does right. that make sense? So like, oh, this is what she does. Right. Or or like on the flip side. So you talked about that example of like, oh, bring me that stack of papers. And like, I might've brought the papers and a pen and a notepad and seeing the, you know, and so like, maybe I get frustrated if he doesn't uh-huh. see those other things That's right. or do it that way. But it's just kind of understanding that we just work differently. That's right. That's right. So I will say that that exact thing caused I would say some arguments at the beginning of our marriage. I mean, John and I have been married forever, but like when we were first married, I remember one particular argument we had where he like there was dishes in the dishwasher and dishes in the sink and a full trash can, all these different like clear household tasks that needed to be done. And he would just get up and leave for work. And in my mind, I was so mind reading. I was so like not giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I was like, he just assumes I'll do it. And we had this kind of like not particularly nice conversation, but came back to like, he just didn't see it. I mean, he had his keys and his coffee and his work bag. So, and he was going to work. Like what else did he really need? Like that was, he because he's very, 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 very much waffle, like very much. And so we kind of have had this conversation throughout our marriage. I mean, it was not so like problem solving focused then. It's gotten more problem solving because later, but that I was angry. I was like, how do you not see that? What are you, you're tripping over all these tasks to get out the door. Meanwhile, I'm spending an hour trying to get out the door because there's all this stuff to do. And I think this awareness that like, I really just don't see it. It's not that I'm looking at this pile of dishes and saying, I don't need to do that. It's I'm looking at, I'm not even seeing it. I'm looking at the coffee and getting my coffee and then I'm going out the door. And so I think that kind of awareness can be really helpful that it's not an intentional slight. It can just really be a different way to see things. Has this ever come up for you guys as would you identify you and Robert as waffles or spaghetti or you kind of blend? I think we kind of blend. Yeah. I think it's come up more recently, like with our project and kind of how we, the three of us sort of work maybe a little bit differently, like similar in a lot of ways, but I think, you know, like kind of how we approach tasks and stuff, like mm-hmm. I can be a little waffle-ish um, uh-huh. <laughs> when, we're, when we're kind of working together yeah. on stuff. And I like the kind of organization and this is what we're all going to do. And here, let's kind of like go about it methodically, you know, whereas you you guys, you, the two of you kind of bring like all kinds of different <laughs> ideas, you know, and sometimes for me, it's like, oh my God, let's, yes. let's, let's stay on one track. Let's yes. stay on one track. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think like both can be very complementary styles. And I think like what you're alluding to really is like that communication piece is what's so super duper important, whatever your style is. Because it can be frustrating. I think those of us that are more spaghetti in nature are like, can find ourselves feeling resentful when we're running around doing yeah. 5,000 different things on our way out the door and our waffle 
spouses are just like trying to get out the door. We're like, why, why are you not helping? How do you not see that all these 5,000 things are doing are, are, are needing to be done? And then waffles, meanwhile, are probably like, what the hell are you doing? We're just trying to go to church. Like just get in the car and let's go to church. Right. right. Like, so I think it can be frustrating, but I think when we can kind of see it, especially I think when we, at, we attach this like intentionality to it of like, you're intentionally trying to make me late for church by doing 5,000 sure. things or you're intentionally not seeing the dishes in the dishwasher like that. Or when there's like a right and a wrong way. Like, yeah. This that's is the right that's way. Right. That's, that's right. the wrong way. Right. Like we get into some trouble. Totally. Totally. And I think when we can kind of step back and appreciate it, it's just different. And it's yeah. really honestly helpful to have both. Because if you're so compartmentalized and yes. you don't see the big picture, that's not super helpful. But if you're so focused on the little of the big picture that you never get one task fully completed, that's not super helpful. So it can be really uh, helpful to have both. So how do we work together? John and I have figured out a couple of things, but I'd love to hear what have you guys found that have been helpful. You mentioned kind of like writing down lists, Lucy, that that's been kind of helpful. Yeah, like I have post-its all over the place. Yeah. And Brent was like, why don't you just have like one list? Because literally mm-hmm. there's like post-its yeah. all over. I'm like, this is just how my mind works. Like yeah. it's just. Yeah. So for John and me, because I am more spaghetti, it's been really helpful for me just to keep a piece of paper and a pen with me wherever I go. So when something comes to mind, I can jot it down. And even now, I mean, I always have a notebook and it's even now separated. I've got like my home list and my private practice list and my project list. And then there might be some other types of lists that when I think about something, I can put it, can kind of compartmentalize it. So when it's time to do private practice things, I've got my list there. And that's been really helpful. John, who is more compartmentalized, he uses post-it notes in this awesome way that I just love. I think it's called scrum board or whatever, but he puts them in like to do like three columns to do doing done. And really now, I mean, when we are about to have a weekend or or trying to be productive, we'll put all of the lists, all of the items up there. So he can kind of see the big picture of like, okay, we've got to do all of these things. And so I don't get so focused on one thing that that takes all weekend. Like I can do all of the things and it's been, I don't know, like that's been really helpful for our whole family to have this like organizational strategy. So we don't just feel overwhelmed by the details or miss them. So what about you guys? What about you? Yeah, I will keep a one list in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'll use the notes tab. Um, And then when Robert and I will share particularly, like I have my own personal ones and then we have shared ones where we can work on stuff together. And then, you know, I do different things like to segment my time to be able to work on a specific task at this particular time. So like calendars and stuff are very important for me. Like I love calendars and like the organization that comes from that. So that's helpful. And then to be able to like take kind of like a, I can zoom back and like look at the calendar and figure out how I'm going to segment and and budget my time across different things. So a lot of intentionality with your time, Jamie, like you're very intentional. Yeah, I try to be I'm getting getting better at it. And it's just otherwise, for me, it, it creates a lot of overwhelm and stress and just anxiety. And then I Kind of like what you were saying, Avery, it it just gets me really like stressed out. And then it's like, I can't do I can't do one thing at a time. And I'm much more (laughs) much more methodical that way. Slow and just kind of like moving through like one thing at a time. Yeah. 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 Well, I think especially because the three of us, we've been talking about this this other project, the Badass Method that we're working on. And I feel like list management has been a big part of what we've been working on. And I think just finding a system. I think sometimes I can get trapped into like, well, in the system. And I think it, it sometimes it doesn't really matter. It's just finding yeah. one, 
trying it. And then when it doesn't work, like shifting. But I think the other thing that we found, the three of us that has been really helpful is this weekly meeting. And John and I will even now have this, like, we call it a stand-up meeting. We're like, okay, what are we doing? What do we need to, like, what's the aerial view? What are the specific tasks? And so we can kind of complement each other in that way too. And then another thing that's been really helpful is that when there are tasks like emptying the dishwasher, John super waffle has just started to make that part of his compartment. Like when I get out the door before I do that, I need to unload the dishwasher and load it or whatever. I mean like that there's like a kind of attaching one task to another task or we'll even like break down like our house, like Wesley, my daughter's room and bathroom are her responsibility. So I don't have to put that in my pile of spaghetti. Like that's, that is her compartment and I can still kind of spaghetti the whole house, but like that's hers and John's office is hit. You know what I mean? We, you can kind of use some of that compartmentalization. Well, that's nice too. Cause you have these agreements that you make in advance. That's You're not right. having this, who's going to loan the dishwasher today. And do we have to talk about it every time? Mm-hmm. And do we have to do the reminders? And so how do we just get it more automated? Like, I think as much as we can automate, yes. we're like freed yes. up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I like that. I mean, it sounds like that y'all have come to kind of this defined yet flexible sort of roles and tasks in the family. We have that too, where Robert a lot of times is more on kitchen duty where Mm -hmm. he'll do the dishes and load and unload the dishwasher or the kids are also a part of that. And he'll a lot of times because of my work schedule, he'll be the one to cook on certain days of the week. And then, you know, I'll be responsible for the others. I'm responsible for the laundry, which we're recording this right before Mother's Day weekend. And he has promised me that I don't have to touch the laundry this weekend. So <laughs> what a gift. Yeah. So nice. Oh, I'm holding him to it. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, with just us already having the kind of that understanding, but the flexibility, like, so when I go out of town, you know, when I come back, I don't want 50 loads of laundry. And so he'll do the best that he can get the kids involved and get them to keep up stuff. So it's not so overwhelming when I get back and vice versa, when he's mm-hmm. off doing his races and that sort of thing, you know, the house doesn't go to shit, you right. know, and make sure that, that it's, how we left it before he left. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, it's an agreement, especially with the people that are close to you so that you're not having to have the same fighter argument every right. single time. But, and I think it's also kind of a mindset, right. Of like, and I think in a bigger way, it's that there may be things that work for me, a certain system that may work for me. And the fact that you're doing it differently doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong or vice versa. It's just different. And I think that's where maybe I got caught in the weeds a little bit about like men are waffles and women. I mean, I think it's just appreciating differences and that it can flex, right? Like you can be more aerial view in some aspects of your life and you can be more compartmentalized in others. And I think it's just kind of noticing like what's working for you and what maybe is tripping you up. So any other little details that you guys have found that's been helpful in managing either projects or tasks when you're trying to work with somebody that either works the same way as you do or not, not the same way. I mean, I think like that communication is the big piece and like, so what's our ultimate vision? So what is our ultimate vision for this particular way? And then how can we agree on ways to get there, Mm -hmm. even though they may be on separate paths, but how do we get there? Yes. And we arrive at the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with our, do try this at home? I think my do that try this at home is to a, Try to appreciate where you're coming from, maybe even like task by task or situation by situation, and try to kind of like acknowledge ways that you can help yourself, you know, use your strengths to manage your weaknesses. So I think that would be my do try this at home. What about you guys? 
I would maybe be to take a look at like what systems and processes do you have in place mm-hmm. and are you intentional and mindful with those or are there some other ones that you could work on integrating? And I do think it's a pain in the ass in the beginning. Like if you're implementing a new system and process, I think it can take some energy and time, but the goal would be to kind of save you energy and time mm-hmm. over the longer term. Yeah. And I think if I'm if I'm working with someone who maybe has a very different work style or approach to tasks than I do reminding myself or thinking to myself, like, so what is the advantage of their particular work style? What's the strength of it? And how can I complement that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today. And next Next week, we will be talking about a book called Essentialism. Or not next week, it'll be two weeks. And so please join us for our book club. Talk to you then. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. Inspiration from the Couch.